Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, friends. Hello. Welcome to... Wheel Suckers! Brought to you by Look Mum No Hands and the London Bike Kitchen. Look Mum No Hands is a cycle cafe bar workshop on 49 Old Street, London. We serve coffee, bikes and beer. And, and, and food. I'm just kidding. And what, <laughs> and what do you do, London Bike Kitchen? London Bike Kitchen is a do-it-together bike workshop. We teach people how to fix their own bikes. And we do this with classes and drop-in sessions. And we sell stuff. Buy our stuff. Buy our stuff. Buy our classes. Uh, if you don't know who we are, I'm Alex. I look after social media marketing and defence for Little on Their Hands. And I'm with... Jenny. I'm the director of the London Bike Kitchen. So I bumped into Phil, who used to write the Ride Journal with his brother, Andy. It is a wonderful magazine. Really great illustrations. Very pretty. Amazing articles. Interesting people. Good um, hand feel. Good hand Paper. feel. We like. He's been listening to the podcast, so thank you for listening to the podcast. He suggested that we explain our origin story kind of how we met yeah. and why we decided to do this podcast how this because crazy thing <laughs> how, how we ended up on this tandem on this audio tandem journey so i went back in time on twitter because that's where we first met was in the ether we met on the internet yeah, yeah we were just words we were originally we were just, what? just words. Words. so deep. And uh, can you remind me, Jenny, what year that was? This was um, 2012. 2012. I feel sick. Your first tweet to me was on the 15th of November, 2012. And you said, seriously inspired by London Bike Kitchen's Wag Night. And then I wrote back, oh, shucks, thanks. If you're ever down in London town, drop us a line. Woo, and that's you how were in Colchester. Yeah, so I used to live in Colchester. I used to hang out at a cycle cafe that an ex and a friend set up. And we were big fans of Look Mum No Hands. We were big fans of all things cycling. Shout out to my friend Pam Nelson, an awesome Colchester cyclist. She does a lot of work with Sustrans. She recommended that I check out the London Bike Kitchen. And yeah. that's how I just discovered what Jenny was doing. At the time, which I think is interesting, is I was working on a hack space in Colchester. Oh, wow. Which is a similar model to what Jenny does. It's a shared workshop space with tools for woodworking, metalworking, laser cutters, 3D printers. There's an amazing London hack space. If you don't know about it or are interested in it, go check it out. They're, they're all over the world and they're all... 
well they're just run by people that want to support it you pay a membership fee and then you go in and you pay what you need to pay to use the materials and the products other people train you up who are part of the workshop so yeah. it's, if you, it's the same thing like what you do with bikes exactly but if you google open workshops london you can find all the ones that are in london we're into the same thing sharing knowledge people working together so from that tweet I then ended up going on a bike ride with you yeah, to Mersey. Yeah, we did a Mersey Island ride, which was based on something I think Jack Thurston did. And so Fen, one of our volunteers at the time, organized it. It's also the ride where I first met Karen Hartley. And Amazing. friends as well. Yeah, I remember we went. We ended up at some beer festival on Mersey Island. It was Mersey the Mersey Island. Beer Festival, yeah, with yeah. the Mersey Brewery, which Proper do amazing beer. I think they also do like man. oyster stout, because Mersey's really famous for oysters yeah. as well. Which is great. I think and we all got quite drunk. And I remember having to cycle back really slowly all in a line and it was quite windy. And you know, and you're just like, head down, like, please, I just want to get home. Back. <laughs> so then after that, I don't know what the time frame was. I then got the job at Look Mum No Hands. I think it was a year later. A year later. Yeah. And I just sent Jenny an email like, haha, it's me. I work here now. I'm down. <laughs> That's how we got to know each other. That's how we started hanging out. The idea for the podcast came from shout out to my friends at Loading Bar. Loading Bar is a computer game bar. There's one in Dalston, there's one in Stratford. They set up a podcast where Jimmy, who runs the bar, chats to other people that work in the bar with him and they talk about things that happened in the bar, things that are coming up. And because it's a computer game themed bar, they talk about computer game scene and what's coming out. So I was like, I want to do that about bikes and look mum near hands. But It'd be way more interesting if I did it with somebody else who's in the same scene. I thought, London Bike Kitchen and Look Mum Your Hands are quite... Try to be silly and fun, be about bikes. Everyone's doing a podcast, let's do a podcast. Yeah, that's what people do now, they do a podcast. <laughs> so we do a podcast now, so do a podcast about our podcast. <laughs> and then we just thought, yeah, we'll get guests on too, just to help mix it up. Get people in who are doing cool stuff that we need to shout about. List we have a huge list now, and I'm really excited. We've booked some people in, and we're going to have some really fun stuff to talk about, fun people to introduce you to, and fun people for us to find more about, which is all good. Phil also said to me, which I thought was really interesting, was that that we were working together, and that people would assume we were rivals. Oh. He also said wow. it was fun that we were positive, and these are two main factors, really. Was, I was like, working together is really important, yeah. and being positive is really important, mm. because we do highlight bullshit that happens in the scene, yeah. but overall, I think... Not going to let it keep us down. No, we're going to be positive and have fun <laughs> and crack on. Just got to keep going. Keep swimming. thought we'd just share that little nug yeah. with you, a little tasty content nug. If anyone has any other burning questions... Uh, write us a beautiful hand scripted mm. calligraphy letter with yeah, a wax seal. Definitely get our attention. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have to answer that. <laughs> Digital formats may be ignored. Let's chat about what we've been up to. Yeah. I went to the Thunder Crit on Saturday with my pal Nelsie. What's a crit, Alex? The crit is, it actually stands for Criterium, and it's a bike race consisting of several laps around a closed circuit the length of each lap or circuit ranging from about 500 meters to a thousand meters that's what a crit is um and so the thunder crit is organized by the north london thundercat black metal bicycle club or nltc bmbc (laughs) (laughs) they're a north london based cycling team and they organize this crit 
Yeah, it was interesting. It was at Valley Velo Park. Oh, cool. At the little... There's a circuit. The outdoor circuit. Yeah. Nice. And it's fun because you walk up to the velodrome and you're like, what? And you kind of go around the back. And me and Nelsie kind of couldn't find it at first. And there was like no one. And then you turn this corner and then there's all these people. Everybody was pretty much wearing black. Nice. <laughs> like, so loud music. And someone was serving cider from the back of a cargo bike. Oh, rad. <laughs> I want to go to the next one. So it was really fun. And we... Is it free to watch? Yep. Free to watch. I think one good thing about NLTC, BMBC, they always make sure they have equal amounts of prize money for men and women. That is good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. And the women's race was awesome. There were loads of women. Amazing pros. They were like really fast. And they do quite a lot of laps. So me and Nelsie have both had experience in track riding. I've done the velodrome and Hernhill. And we were just like watching them like, oh my God, this is like, it's really technical and really intense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I, I have a little sound clip. I interviewed Nelsie about her experiences getting into the world of racing. She's been bitten by the bug. So I'm going to play that for you now. <laughs> I'm Nelsie. I'm joined with Nelsie. Um, Nelsie is a barista. I am. In her hands. Um, What else do you do? So I'm learning how to fix bikes. I'm learning how to be a bike mechanic. Along with that, I'm getting into road cycling, velodrome cycling. Racing, track racing. Yeah. I wouldn't say professional racing, but you're getting into the racing world. Yeah, exactly. I'm literally starting at the bottom like as in clueless in terms of where to go but um that's okay yeah yeah so i wanted to have a chat with nelsie can you tell us Um, what you've been up to so i came along to talk was was that look mum no hands which was awesome because that's where i work and it was basically a talk with questions from the panel and from the and from the audience about how women can get involved in cycling Um, and the biggest thing that came up from that was why should we take part if or why should one person take part if they're not going to be like the next Laura you know was it Laura Trot yeah or like if the, I can't be the next Laura Trot then why should I bother exactly yeah <laughs> and uh, that kind of you know most people laugh but I kind of thought well that's me I'm really competitive and I had I had that that feeling like what's the point but I went down to Thundercrip and that was one of the one of the events that they spoke about at, at the talk and it was just so much fun and there was a lot of women actually that I saw at the talk that were at this race so I wonder if they were inspired by the talk which which is great and I messaged one of them and I said you know congratulations and she said she had the best day ever and she cannot wait to race again and I just thought okay you know I gotta do it it's it's fun I don't care if I come last okay I do care if I come last (laughs) (laughs) but you know it would be my first race so not I don't want to feel bad about it There'll be loads more out there. I think it's about having fun, isn't it? Yeah. It's not about Um, winning, it's about having fun. But we want to win. Yeah. (laughs) And also, like, everyone just seemed really welcoming and there was loads of people to chat to. I mean, there was loads of bike porn. The bikes were awesome. And a really good field of women, actually. Really, really good field, yeah. I was was surprised to see so many. An awesome amount of women, awesome amount of cyclists. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. And a really strong field. Like, Julia Elliott was there. 
and it's nice that you're within that same group racing yeah so and there were some pros someone from France oh really yeah. I didn't know that and I oh, think wow. someone from America as well I'd heard okay wow so they were absolutely smashing it wow <laughs> yeah Jesus. I'll yeah. find out who and link so what have you got coming up in prep now that you've been to a talk and you've been to a race yeah what's next so I'm going to be joining Team WAG um, and they're setting up a lot of like there's a schedule of uh, well basically like a training plan so there's going to be like skill session um, on a track bike uh, they're going to be doing a day at the, at the velodrome so you'll be learning how to how to just basically be on a fixie and going around um, hand signaling so like everything to do with racing just to get you get you clued up basically all the, beginning. the different things so if you don't know about Team WAG they're an offshoot of London Bike Kitchen's WAG group which yes. is women and gender variant and we went to one I went to one last night actually yeah. it was all about gears so Monica from Brixton Cycles taught us all about how gears work yeah. and what indexing is because <laughs> you don't have really gears cool. I don't have I gears have so gears. yeah it was super fun I was like excuse me I don't have any so why <laughs> should I care but it was really interesting and useful and oh good good it's really fun now that I can look at a bike and actually have a little bit more of an understanding yeah. of what is going on on the back of the bike and that's the I can't knock that feeling yeah like understanding something a lot more than just looking at it and being like uh. yeah <laughs> it, was, it was packed as well yeah it was absolutely round so good so many people yeah. yeah it was awesome awesome there's also another group you're going to be hanging out with too right is that Velocity Posse yeah. yeah so Team WAG are going to be say, working training alongside Velocity Posse which is quite nice because they're another all-female um, racing team as you were and they train together do long rides together Saturday, Sunday and it, it, it's just it's just nice to know that there are more female teams out there and there's just more women cycling. Um, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. they were maybe a few years back, I don't remember, like, Jess set up the first women's track team. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, they had a group of women and now, yeah, similar to WAG, they're supporting other people who want to get into cycling. So I, li- I love that Team WAG are doing it because, obviously, they want to get more women fixing bikes. Yeah. More women, you know, in a bike shop. Um, so it's nice that they're now moving. It's like the next step, the progression yeah. of, I've learned how to fix my bike, I understand my bike, now you can do the next stage of how I can ride it yeah. or how I can race it. Yeah, and win! No. Yeah, we're going to win! <laughs> What's your little kind of nugget at the moment from your journey, from your beginning of your journey into racing? I would say, so I, I have a condition, it's called Little Voice in My Head, and the little voice in my head tells me not to do things. So it's like, don't do that, you're not going to be good at that. Oh, why are you going to do that? That's scary, you know. And I think it's just to do it. Just if you can find a way to not let your mind get in the way, then I think you will achieve anything. And I'm, I'm getting that from racing. I'm getting that from Team WAG. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm building confidence. So if I can do everything on a bike, anything associated with a bike, I think, is, is helpful. It's healthy. It's good. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. Bikes are good. Yeah, really good. Thank you so much, Nelsie. I think very we might have you back after you've done your track session. If yes. you can tell us how you got on. I will. I will. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Bye. I like the way Nelsie described the, the little voice. <laughs> Take in that little head. voice in your oh, head. God. Punch it in the mouth. I'm gonna strangle you. Yeah, knee you in the stomach. Oh, winded are you? Little you voice. can't speak anymore now, can you, little voice? Defeat that voice in your head. Oh yeah. So the next little audio piece I'd like to play now is 
we heard from Nelsie, who was at the Thunder Crit, who's starting out getting into racing. I asked Juliet Elliott, who was a racer at the Thunder Crit. So I thought it would be really interesting to hear from somebody that is kind of the next progression where Nelsie wants to be at and just basically hear from a rad pro racer. So I asked Juliet to talk about Thunder Crit, Red Hook Crit, and some other stuff. So we're going to listen to that now. Hi, my name is Juliet Elliott. I'm a multidiscipline bike racer. I race track bikes, road, mountain bike, everything really. Cyclocross, oh yeah. What I do is write about cycling. I'm an ambassador for ASOS and Vans and I write for several websites and blogs and I run my own blog which is called Bikes and Stuff. Oh, and I do YouTube videos, so I do loads of stuff. Uh, So how did I find Thundercrit? Well, uh, it was my first year racing Thundercrit. I couldn't go last year because I was working, unfortunately. And I found, well, I loved Lee Valley Velo Park as a place to race. Uh, I love the guys, North London Thundercats, who put it on. So it's a really fun atmosphere. But on race day itself, I actually woke up feeling really rough and got my period. So I just felt double rubbish that day. Another stupid thing is I don't actually drink caffeine and because I felt so, so lethargic and terrible, I went and bought a coffee and I thought it would perk me up because I don't drink caffeine and it just made me really, really shaky and feel much more ill. So, great! But um, the racing itself was good. The women from Fifth Floor London were great, you know, trying to go off on breaks, but we reeled them back in again. Then in the final sprint, I, I just didn't have the legs for it. So, I mean, at least I was there. I raced, I had fun, and it was a great day. Right, next question. Tell us about Red Hook Crit. Okay, so I first raced Red Hook Crit in London, which would be nearly two years ago now. I'd been to watch the race in Milan, and I'd seen the women's race. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. And I just, oh, I was blown away. I just thought it looked so amazing. These strong women putting themselves out there and racing round and round and 
everyone, the crowd's banging on the barriers and cheering them on. It's like warriors. Sounds over the top, but seriously, it really affected me. And I thought, man, I want to do that. Could I do that? And I was like, well, they're doing it. So I guess it's possible. Why couldn't I do it? What's stopping me? So I decided, well, I'd been thinking about it. And then about a month before the London Red Hook crit, I decided to take the plunge. So I left it a little bit late. I didn't have much time to train, but I just got stuck in and gave it a go. The standard is insanely high and only getting higher. Um, Like now we're racing full-time professionals. And funnily enough, it's really, really, really hard. But it's one of the most, well, probably the most enjoyable race that I do. Yeah, definitely. It's the most enjoyable race that I do. The standard is crazy high and you have to demand so much of yourself, like not just physically, but mentally as well. You really have to keep your nerve and stay sharp and oh there's just so much to it that's why it's such an amazing event plus obviously the atmosphere is brilliant the crowds are so enthusiastic it's just like a fun celebration of cycling with some of the more sort of traditional road races it's all a lot more low-key and reserved and I guess a lot of people like that. Maybe that's seen as more pure. But personally, you know, I come from a background of skateboarding, BMX, snowboarding. I like that full on crazy carnival atmosphere and, you know, the real sort of fun, noisy, wild, cheering crowds and all that sort of thing. I I just love it. It's just it's just pure fun. Over the summer, I've got quite a few races coming up. Actually, tomorrow I'm racing the Matrix Fitness Grand Prix, which is part of the Tour Series. So that's a really big city centre crit. I'm racing in Stoke-on-Trent tomorrow as part of Live CC Epic Coaching. So that's going to be kind of crazy because I'm racing with Drops and Team Ford EcoBoost, Story Cycling, all sorts of amazing women. That's going to be... <laughs> An amazing experience, but I sort of don't really know what to expect till I get there tomorrow. I expect it's just going to be really, really hard, but fun. Uh, then I fly to Hamburg and I'm racing a thing called Water Camp Crit. That's another fixed gear crit. And there's also some velodrome races and sprints and a city ride. That's all part of a weekend event called Fixed Days that my friends put on. Then I come back, I race two more events in the Tour Series. I'm racing Croydon and then Bath. Then the day after that, I race the Southwest Crit Champs down here in Devon. Then I chill for a little bit and then I go and see Iron Maiden at the O2 with my husband. So really, really looking forward to that and much beer will be drunk. (laughs) What's my advice to aspiring racers? Best advice I can give to aspiring racers would be to just give it a go. I mean... You've just got to put yourself out there, get involved, get stuck in, sign up, try your first race and then keep going back. Just sign up to your first race, give it a go and then keep going back. Keep doing more and more and more racing. Do as much racing as you can and do not be put off if you get a bad result. If you get 10 bad results, just keep going back. You can only really learn through doing it. There's a lot of, you know, initiatives to help get women into racing, you know, sort of clinics and women's groups and rides and training events so have a look out for some of those but the main thing is you've got to get yourself down to the race you've got to do it so you kind of need to take responsibility for that yourself the other thing i'd say is just train loads you're going to need to be fast and strong and powerful so the more riding you can do the better you don't have to have a coach have a look at the british cycling website there's training plans on there and you can take elements of those or follow them to the t if you like 
Yeah, just have fun. That's the other thing. <laughs> yes, Juliet. Good stuff. Yes. She also has problems with, or advises against the little voice that, in her head. That little piece of shit. I'm going to choke you out so there's no way you can say anything. <laughs> Tried now, I'll little voice in my head. tongue out. Oh my God. That is... <laughs> Feed it to you. That's too dark. Yeah, that was quite... <laughs> Jenny, you went somewhere really dark there. Good <laughs> your tongue out to not do things anymore right quiet little voice (laughs) wow can we just say Juliet awesome you are seeing Iron Maiden oh so jealous that is so cool so and really impressed by your schedule of races yeah wowee good luck thank you so much for that Juliet I really appreciate it it was really interesting and thank you for the advice and thank you for saying have fun everybody and thank you for also saying like you were on your period and you didn't have a very good day and because we don't talk about that enough that happens and you get punched in the stomach by by cramps and your moods just go off the charts and you just don't feel good it's not a good thing no so jenny there's something you'd like to say about periods and sport when when juliet mentioned that it reminded me of uh, last year at the summer olympics there was a chinese swimmer fu yuanhui who, she was hilarious. I really enjoyed her comments. And she even talked about how she didn't do well because her period affected her performance. It's it's something that is never talked about. Half of the world's population experiences this. And so it just, it shouldn't be taboo. I really like it says here, Fu's viral interviews, I used all of my mystic energy. <laughs> I told you she was... Thanks for saying that, Juliet. We appreciate it. Yeah. When I was chatting to Nelsie, we mentioned Team WAG and LBK WAG. Jenny, yeah. could you just explain a bit more about what that is for people who don't know? Why, yes. So every second and fourth Monday of the month, we have our Women in Gender Variant Night, our WAG Night. Spend a couple hours talking about maintenance or bike culture. The idea is to get women and gender variant people, people who aren't generally welcome in workshop type environments or who don't feel welcome in those environments, who are not generally encouraged to be in those environments, to come in and get used to it. Because that's what puts people off a lot of times when going into a bike shop, they feel intimidated because they don't understand anything. So our desire is to lift up the curtain. The veil is being pulled. (laughs) back and there's knowledge behind there and And it's it's for everyone and it's yummy it's delicious those sessions scheduled every month and if you go to our facebook page they're all on there we are currently working on a tumblr for those of you who are facebook averse we have also started team wag we got a grant for from transport for london slash groundwork uh london to start a women's cycling community again it's a stepping stone into the world of riding in groups for long distances so there's breeze women's cycling groups which are great for people who have just like never ridden on a bike with a group ever but we were finding a lot of women wanted to ride faster they wanted to ride further the clubs were way too intimidating so we decided to start an in-between and that's what Team Wag is. If, again, if you go on our Facebook page, we've got sessions posted. So coming up next week on Tuesday the 16th, we've got hill climbing sessions. So learning how to eat hills for breakfast. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> um, Sunday the 21st, we are riding to Windsor. It's our Cinnabon run 
ride because apparently there's really, really good cinnamon buns. Cinnabon in Run makes me really happy. On Monday the 22nd, we have a, ma- a wag night. Then Saturday the 27th, we're doing a track morning at Lee Valley Velodrome, and I believe that's also with Velocipossi. Definitely, there's going to be way more stuff coming up. Just have a look at our Facebook page, follow it. Ding ding. Great stuff. Uh, right now, it's the Giro d'Italia, and we are screening it live every day of the race at Look Mom No Hands. Not only are we physically showing the race, we're having a bit of fun online which is what I like to do, and devised a competition with the Peloton Brief. Every day of the race, we've selected, we're calling them rock and roll riders. <laughs> they are our favourite dark horses, daring domestiques, or challenge challenges in the Giro. And every day of the race, on Twitter, we announce our rider, and you have to predict where they will place in that stage. They won't be first. They're not your your one, two, three riders. <laughs> they are unsung heroes. They are amazing riders for various reasons. It's been a really fun competition because it's just been... Anybody can enter. We all don't really know where they might place. Yeah. So it's really fun. All you need to do, find us on Twitter. We're at, instead of an L, it's a one. So it's one, Ukmom no hands. Tweet us your number. Go for it. I just wanted Peloton Brief to kind of give you a little bit of a flavour of who they are and what they do and why they pick these riders. So we're going to have a little piece from Laura Fletcher now. Hey, Alex. Laura Fletcher here. I run the website, The Peloton Brief. I am currently at the Giro in Sicily. I've been here just for a few days covering the race. Um, You've asked what it's like. Well, it's the Giro. So the best way to describe it would be um, beautiful chaos, uh, which is exactly what you would expect from from the Italians. There's no race quite like the Giro. Uh, The fans are just spectacular. The landscapes are spectacular. But, you know, it comes with a little bit of chaos. It's a bit smaller than the tour and a bit um, more disorganized in a way, but it has a lot of heart. The riders we've selected for the rider results competition, which is clearly a collaboration with you guys at Look Mom No Hands, were just some of the guys that I work with on a regular basis over at the Peloton Brief, which is the website that I run. And generally, the Peloton Brief is the idea behind it is really to pull out the personalities of some of the riders and work with them and collaborate with them to tell the stories that they want to tell and sort of open up a new side personalities to the public of these riders. So I've selected my brightest, my my funniest, my happiest riders that I know that are doing the Giro this year to partake in this competition, um, give them a little extra publicity. Generally, these are the riders that can have fantastic results, but are not the ones that you would think are, you know, that you're top three GC contenders that are getting all the attention every day. These are some of the guys that deserve some well-earned respect and admiration, but maybe don't get talked about quite as much. What's next for the Peloton brief? Geez, we generally don't know up until, you know, week in advance. It tends to be quite fluid as far as uh, as everything we do because things change so quickly. Heading home back to Girona from the Giro, looking forward to our Catalan flag caps that are coming out in the next few weeks, so watch out for those. Um, really happy to announce, of course, that Look Mom No Hands is coming on as a sponsor of our Rider of the Month comp, so more there, of course, towards the end of the month. We should have a few more good stories from the Giro, um, including one involving some donkeys. Don't ask, you'll just have to come back to see it. If you want to see more of what we do, you can find us on www.thepelotonbrief.com. That does have a useless article in front of it because that's what the website is all about, useless articles, www.thepelotonbrief.com. Thanks.
I love Laura. Thank you so much for picking the writers. Thank you for working on this competition with us. Is it time to bring out the Ouija board? Here it is. I've laminated it this time. <laughs> it's laminated. It says yes. Why? No. <laughs> Maybe. It's carved in emojis. Why have we got the Ouija board out, Jenny? We are going to con- make contact with our dear friend. Contact! <laughs> Richard Ballantyne. From it's- beyond. From beyond. It's time for... A moment with Richard. I'm holding in my hands an old yellowed copy of Richard's bicycle book, A Manual of Bicycle Maintenance and Enjoyment, by Richard Ballantyne, and illustrated by John Batchelor. Ooh, Batchelor John. I am mm, reading to you today a passage from Maintenance and Repair. Richard says... The subject of maintenance and repair of bicycles is usually clouded with negative feelings. It is regarded as something in the must-be-done category and approached as a chore. Bicycle repair books are fond of saying that any cretin can understand how to fix his machine or that the book itself has the answer to any problem that might conceivably come up. Both approaches underestimate the reader's intelligence and compartmentalize maintenance and repair keeping it separate from writing. This is a basic mistake. Basic! The extent to which you get involved in working on your bike should be a direct function of how you ride. One follows the other like night and day. The awareness that riding a bike precipitates usually includes an awareness and interest in the bike itself. How the bike responds is very much a function of maintenance. Ideally, you are going to work on your own bike because you want a together, tight machine under you. I.e., you will do it because you want to. Ooh, I want to. (laughs) And you want to is in italics here. As with all things, you get back in proportion to what you put in. It is essentially a question of fineness. It is the nature of bikes that they are at their best when well lubricated and carefully adjusted. A sensitivity to this sort of refinement does not happen the instant you mount a bike. Give it time. As you ride, you will become increasingly aware of your bike's mechanical characteristics. A well-set-up bike fits you like a suit of clothes, and you will soon develop an ear for the sound of bearings and a feel for other parts, such as the brakes. The development of this sensitivity, the result of personal and direct participation, is part of the reason for owning a bike in the first place. Eventually, you will find that increased riding pleasure is not just a reward for doing your own maintenance. The mechanical sensitivity itself becomes part of the riding pleasure. Oh, we love riding pleasure. Yes. I mean, that's basically why Bike Kitchen exists. The, if you're going to work on your own bike, it makes you feel like you're one with the bicycle. And you'll ride it. It's a part of you then. Be one with your bike. Yeah. It's such an amazing feeling. Knowing more about your bike. It's so zen. Richard, you're so hip. Yeah. The Ouija board is flying away. It's it's landed on a unicycle. Bye, Richard. Bye. Bye. We're going to round up now. Just before we round up, we would like to do shout outs. Shout out to Simon, Christina, Paul, Karina, Sue, Gemma, Eleanor, Thank you so much. Thanks for your support. Some of you have this book, Richard's Bicycle Book. If you have a copy of Richard's book, please send us a picture. Yes. If you have an interesting bicycle book, 
uh, please send us a picture. Please tell us about it because I'm aware we will run out of content. Sweet, sweet content from Richard's book. <laughs> so if you have any suggestions of a book we should read next, please do send us your book. So if you're listening on SoundCloud, please like. If you're on iTunes, please subscribe. Please rate us. We are nearly beating Rafa. (laughs) Until next time, friends. See you soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 